Hello and welcome to Too Fit to Be Tied. Where we talk about health from a variety of perspectives. Emotional health. Mental health. Physical health. And spiritual health. My name is Jerome. And I'm your co-host, Constance. Okay, so on this episode of Too Fit to Be Tied, what are we talking about, Constance? We are talking about the ultimate narcissist. Do you know who that is? You? <laughs> <laughs> no jerk. Oh, um, well, we have an... You're, op- are you, okay, you're in the top five. I'll give, <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Okay. He's orange. Okay, Yeah. Uh, he, um, there's a big thing happening in the next couple days where we'll find out if he still has his job or not. Okay. It's orange. Mm-hmm. He might lose his job. Uh-huh. A lot of people follow him and think he's the greatest thing on earth. A lot of people despise him. Wow. Come on. He leads our country. Donald Trump? Donald Trump. You're right. Okay, so we're going to talk about some of his, um, what we would call potentially narcissistic traits. Um, We don't care. I mean, I don't care if you support him or not. I I do not. (laughs) (laughs) I just said I don't care. Oh, and I was just saying yeah, that. Yeah, okay, that but I just, you wanted to just give to that out. Clear, yeah, just okay. In case All right, you don't. Was okay. wondering if, if, okay. if I did or not. We're not even talking politics. We're just strictly talking about the personality traits that go along with this man. And, you know, here's my thought. Okay. I believe that some people just don't know about narcissism or they don't know. They may, they may believe a lot of the things that he says and think, like, kind of buy into his um, grandiose sort of behavior patterns. I think if you know about narcissists and you have had experience with some, it might be crystal clear to you what this man is actually all about. Do you agree? Oh, I would absolutely agree. Okay. I mean, I— We've talked, and I read a fair amount about um, these different things. And I also have started to read his niece's book, and she is a clinical psychologist. And in her opinion, he meets all nine of the criteria for all nine of the criteria in the DSM five, which is the manual that psychologists use to diagnose narcissists. She thinks that he meets all nine of the criteria to be a narcissist. Wow. And in most cases, you only need, I think, if you meet five of the criteria, you're a narcissist. But he meets, in her opinion, all nine of those. Amazing. She also thinks that he may have uh, traits of antisocial personality disorder uh, and, and a few other things. But she said he would have to actually sit for a diagnosis in order to determine what his <laughs> issues are. And the and odds that, of that are slim to none. 
Zero. Yeah, zero. I, I would, I'm right. going to say zero. Okay. So I'm going to tell you a quick story about a boss that I had. Um, I actually think about him a lot when I am boxing. <laughs> <laughs> like, he'll just pop up into my head. Um, so I had worked for a big uh, health club, and he was what you would consider, uh, I believe, a narcissist. And I'll never forget the time he walked into a meeting. It was a staff meeting. And he brings in this letter. And he's like, I want to read to everybody a letter about how amazing this company is. Okay, Mm -hmm. so we sit back, and it basically goes into, dear, he was a manager, dear manager, uh, you know, you are the most amazing manager that has helped me, and thank you for your amazing customer service. And I was like, excuse me, I'm in the middle of the meeting. (laughs) I was like, "Uh, excuse me, and I raised my hand, and because I don't, I'm not shy. This is why I work for myself. You're not shy? No, I'm not shy. Okay. And right. this is okay. why I okay. can't, you know, work for others. I said, Are, is this a letter about yourself? Like, I <laughs> I for sure thought he was coming in and going to read a letter about one of his staff, right? You actually asked, asked him this question. I actually said, are you reading a letter about yourself? <laughs> and he said, yes. And everyone, like, just stood there, and the room was very divided. There were people that were kissing his feet and, mm-hmm. and worshiping the ground he walked on because they believed that he was actually a good leader. And there were others like me that after the meeting were like, what the hell? Who talks about themselves like that? You don't, that's not how you lead a group. So mm-hmm. it's very interesting because that moment um, was fascinating to me that somebody would come in and just talk so highly about themselves. And he just wanted to use this example to show how great he really was. And I think that that is very much what we're seeing with Donald Trump. Wow, that's really interesting because it, it you you were in this meeting and you said half the people were on saw nothing wrong with saw this. nothing wrong saw with nothing it. wrong with it. And the, the other half of the people were and had your sort of view of it. Well, they knew exactly <laughs> what he was doing. They knew what he was getting at, and they knew that he was overinflating his ego to try to show everybody how great he was. Oh. Instead of just leading, instead of just leading and saying and not having to say how amazing you are, you know, your actions should speak, your actions and your morals and your behavior should speak to who you are. So but I, I think my question is, what would you say is the reason that the, the room was divided? So you, you could actually see through this, but then there was half the room that was not able to see through this. And I, I think that might be sort of the the state that our, our country is in right now. So what do you think was, was the difference there? I think it was experience. A lot of it is experience. I think some of us that may have seen right through it have experienced somebody like this. Mm-hmm. And you, we knew what was on the other side. We knew what his motive was. And we knew what his intent was. And it wasn't good. It wasn't to truly lead. Um, it was to overinflate his ego and to prove, quote unquote, how great he was. To, to, to the half of the room that was the non-believers. So here's the thing. You're a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. You, don't have to, you don't have to sell yourself. Your clients should basically sell you for them, for, for somebody. You know, like, I don't need to say, look what I did for this student. Look at what, look at me, 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 me. It's all about, look at my, look at my 
community. Look at how amazing these people are. Look at how hard they work. Look at the results. Look at the results. I had um, a boxing coach who I I truly loved. I would travel very, very far to, to train with him because he was amazing. I don't even think I know how amazing he really was because he never once talked about his credentials. He never told me where he fought. I heard it through the grapevine. He never told me what he won. I never knew any of his accolades. I knew never knew of any of his wins. He never spoke about himself and how great he was. His work spoke for him. And I think that if you're a coach, if you're a leader, you that that should be your work and your um, actions should truly be seen, not heard. Yeah, actions are are louder than words. Is that is that a? We never know. Yeah, is that a thing? I think that's is, a thing. Is that a, is that a saying? I think that's Your a actions saying. speak louder yeah, than words. Yeah, that's a saying. Okay, a saying. all right. Okay. So I don't know if you saw the um, first formal cabinet meeting, but it was basically like a roundtable. And mm-hmm. the avalanche of praise that the people in, in at this meeting gave Trump was sickening. Like actually sickening. Oh, it yeah. was... I- Mr. President, I am so honored to be, you know, uh, this is the highlight of my life. Um, to, to have the opportunity to serve you and and be in this cabinet and, and, and you are awesome. That reminded me a lot of the meeting I just told you about. Oh, okay. Now, in like I said, in our meeting, it was divided. Um, some of us sat there in silence because that was our way of not participating in the mm-hmm ruckus and the insanity that was going on. But to watch these people in that meeting go around and just praise and, I mean, it was it was actually pretty sickening to watch. So yeah, well, and that carries all the way to present day. So I don't know if you saw when he was in the hospital with, with COVID. <clears throat> Excuse me, I, I don't got a throat thing today. Sorry about that. Um, he, he would have his team of doctors come out and give an update. Uh-huh. And in several cases, these doctors came out, and when they would come up to speak about their area of expertise, they said, I just want to say, but before I start, how much of an honor it is to work with this team of doctors to serve the president. So this, is, this has got to be something that these people are told to say. Right. Or it's implied that you should say this when, when you go out. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about, other than the fact that hey, he needs a, a, a insane, insane amount of praise, let's talk about some of the things that, um, some of his characteristics, in, in addition to being a narcissist, as many would say. So tell me if you agree. Grandiose self-image. Yes. He thinks he is the shit. He knows he's the shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like George Costanza from Seinfeld. You, you, did you ever watch Seinfeld? Rarely. Well, it's well. He had a saying that it's not a lie if you believe it. Ah, okay, okay, all right. Okay, that's good. He has a very inflated ego. Over, let's say, overinflated ego. Yes, it's uh, bursting at the seams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not humble, right? No, oh, you would not. never call him humble. Oh, humble man. No. Uh, a continuous need for attention. Yes. Okay. Um, he has a big urge to be admired. Check. Okay. Uh, and does, he lashes out if he doesn't get his way. Check. Last one. You think he lacks empathy? Absolutely. Two checks. Two checks on, on that one. <laughs> Which is so horrible in a time like this. When we need, 
when we need a president to stand up and be a leader, we're all going through this, you know, pandemic. And to have somebody so divided and to tell the people to not listen to their states and not wear, you know, not wear a mask. Mm-hmm. What does it say about him that all of us? Well, well, I thought, I mean, here's here's the kicker. He went into the hospital. He got airlifted to a world-class medical facility to be treated by world-class doctors. Well, I'm sure they were very honored to work, to oh, work oh, on him. Yeah, as they said, as they all said. <laughs> and um, had experimental treatments. I... And I'm I'm an idiot. I thought, okay, well, maybe he's going to come out of this and say, you know what? I had it all wrong. We need to social distance. We need to wear masks. And, you know, we need to wash our hands and, and that sort of thing. Oh, you mean and, like how you wanted your ex-wife and I wanted my ex-husband <laughs> to come out and say, I'm sorry, I was wrong and I treated yeah. you so poorly? Yeah. You were, uh, oh, you yeah. were, you were hoping that yeah. was going to happen? Well, you think when when they when they see it from the other side, then they'll go, oh, you know what? I get it now. Oh, okay. But he came out of the hospital and said, I'm fine. Let's get together with these, you know, thousands of people sitting next to each other and and don't wear a mask. You know, it, it's it's just it's just mind-boggling. Okay, so for the... the audience that maybe doesn't really know much about narcissism. I think we should use, let's use a term that we like to throw around in the narcissistic world, mm-hmm. gaslighting. Gaslighting. And, Can, and what, is, what does gaslighting mean? Well, I wanted you to tell the definition. I don't want to keep talking. You, oh. you always have, your definitions are always really spot on. Well, gaslighting is- I just Google it. Is, well, I don't have a Googled answer. I know. No, that's good. I want the, okay. I want your, Jerome's- oh. Definition. Okay, gaslighting is when somebody tells you something that is de- demonstrably false, and they want you to believe that it's true. Okay. And uh, and it it has the effect of also of almost making you go crazy, because it, it's like I I saw you rob a bank. No, you didn't. That wasn't me. Don't believe your eyes. Believe me. You know. And do but you, some people do. Some people do. That's the scary part. And do you know where the term gaslighting comes from? Uh, I believe I remember reading where it came from, and I can't. Was it a book? Close. It was a. It was a play called Gaslight. Two words. Okay. And then it was turned into a movie called Gaslight. One word. And it was a movie that came out, I think, in the 1940s. And I, I have all this. Ridiculous, you have a lot of knowledge in your a, brain. A lot of. Yeah, you know, knowledge that I thought, you know, I'm not ever going to use. And then and then here's a here's an opportunity to use it. I love it. Okay, so a movie that came out in the 1940s, and there was a man, um, to make a long story short, man that marries a woman, she's got um, some valuables that he is trying to steal. And so he wants to convince her that, he's, that she's going crazy. So, like, there would be a picture on the wall, and he would take it, and... Uh, he would make her think that she took it. He would make her think that she had stolen like a watch or a watch chain. And she believes that like, oh my God, I'm this kleptomaniac. And I don't remember that I'm doing these things. And so they lived in this house. She had valuables in the attic and he would go up to the attic to try to rummage through to find the most valuable of, of the valuables. And he would turn the lights on in the attic when he was doing this. And these were gas lights. And so when he turned the lights on in the attic, the lights in the rest of the house would flicker. And he would say, well, no, you're not 
you, you didn't see that. Well, you're, you must be going crazy. And so the name of the movie, Gaslight, and the lights would flicker when he would be huh. doing these things. And he was trying to make her believe that what she saw was not actually what she saw. And that's where, that's where the term comes from, from this movie, Gaslight. That I, was probably a longer explanation. No, that, did you see this movie? I did not. Okay. That was a good explanation. I feel like that is a lot of how some half of the country feels when it mm-hmm. comes to Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. I mean, here's- I have seen things. I've seen things on TV. I've seen him speak. And I'm like, he did not just say that. It's so mind-boggling that this guy, it like, did he say that? Didn't he say that? You know, and I, I am very familiar with gaslighting because I grew up with a mother who was like the best gaslighter of them all. Wow. Um, so it, I, so for me, I have experience with this. Mm-hmm. I can see, oh God, this is, this seems very familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that, yeah, uh, go ahead. Why don't you give me examples? Give me some examples of gaslighting before well, I get into it. Well, here's, I mean, here's like the ultimate example of gaslighting. And, and this is an actual quote from, from Donald Trump. And again, whoever who you support, you know, we're not bashing that, but these are, concrete examples. I mean, this is either it happened or it did not right. happen. Correct. And so here's, I, you know, and I, I do not support him. The other, I think the, are the Proud Boys going to come after me? <laughs> or are they sta- standing back? You've and said it twice. We get it. You don't, okay. you did, you're not voting okay. for him. Okay. All right. But wait, before we start, okay. let me just ask you a really quick question. All right. Do you think he's going to win? Doesn't matter if you support him. Do you think he's going to win? I do not think he is going you to win. You don't? No. I think he's going to win. Oh, I know. I'm not saying I want him to win. I'm just saying gotta, I think he's going to win. I really you do. Think, if he wins, it's going to be your fault. So everybody I'm listening. I'm not thinking positive. Everybody. I think half the country is fooled. I think that he has pulled the wool, which is a scary, scary thought. I think he's pulled the wool over a lot of people's eyes. I think people think when he says terms like, I have the best words, I have a very good brain, <laughs> my IQ is one of the highest. I have the best words. I mean, it's, does does that sound like a statement from someone who is presidential, presidential, or has got a? a I have the best a, words. A, a good vocabulary. I think that many people believe that. I mean, your your son is six. <laughs> he he strings together better sense. He would never say, "I have the best words." Well, my son is pretty amazing. He does have the best words. My son okay. does have the best words. But um, I do believe that people hear that and they're not seeing through his bullshit. It's all bullshit. Well, well here's, here's the thing. And so I, I think that you, you, you talk about gaslighting and one of his quotes is, um, and this is a quote, what you're seeing and what you're reading is not what's happening. So you're seeing the gaslights flicker, but you're not seeing that. You're you're seeing things go down the two. You're seeing two hundred and what is it? Thirty thousand people have died. It's, no, it wasn't COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you know he systematically just like this woman in the movie. I may have to watch the movie at, at some. I know point. you should. Um, <laughs> you're not going to watch. It. I'll, I'll tell you about. Tell it. Tell me all, all about. Right. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll get my yeah. info from you. So you know, sort of like that. I mean, when you get someone systematically telling you what you're seeing and what you're reading is not what's happening. The news that you're seeing on TV is fake. It's fake news. You know, and over time, if you start to buy into that, then 
you're on board at that point. And right. so you're only listening to what, what he says. So I see on the news that almost a quarter of, mi- of a million people have died. I see on the news that um, uh, positivity rates for testing in certain states are, are really high. But I don't believe it because... Right. That's not really happening. Yeah, because... It's all smoke and mirrors. It's all smoke and mirrors. All right, you got another one? Um, let's see. All right, well, you talk about the crowd size at the his inauguration, which was um, a big thing. And that was almost from day one. I mean, inauguration, that's almost from day one. And he had Sean Spicer come out and say, this was the biggest you know, crowd for an inauguration ever. He just makes stuff up. And... I, there are pictures. You could look right. at pictures. I mean, right. you, you made a statement that, again, is demonstrably false. And, and you're just going to go with it, you know? And, and that is, I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's like nothing I've ever seen. It's like nothing I've ever seen in a, in a position like that. I've, we've all seen people who just lie. And you're right. like, oh, that guy's a fucking liar. Right. You know, but <laughs> it's like. But in this position, you're, you're absolutely correct. You're the leader of the free world, you know? Yep. Um, okay, what else you got? Um, how about one of yours this time? So I actually, I, you're, you're, you were in charge of gaslighting, Jerome. Okay. I was just in charge of the funny shit that he says. Okay. All right. Gaslight. You want another gaslight? You got another one? Okay. So Bob Woodward came out with a book recently called Rage, and it's about Donald Trump and his presidency. And Donald Trump, for some reason, thought that he could, whatever he said was going to be portrayed in a positive light. So early... Earlier this year, it might have been about January or February, uh, he did these interviews with Bob Woodward. These wood, these interviews were recorded. Okay. And they're talking about coronavirus. And he tells Bob Woodward, oh, yeah, Bob, it's bad. It's, you know, it's, um, it's transmitted through the air. It's five times more deadly than the flu. It not only affects older people, it affects young people, too. It's, it's, it's really bad. And when you would hear Donald Trump talk about it, he said, to the public, he said, oh, it'll, it'll go away. It's, it's just like the flu. It'll be gone by, by Easter or gone by April Fool's Day, April 1st. And, you know, once the weather gets warmer, it'll, it'll be gone. So he knew this, mm-hmm. these things before he made the statements about how it was not a problem. He, he made a statement like it wasn't a problem. But before, he knew how deadly it was. I mean, and the, I mean that is the ultimate form of gaslighting. I mean, when you know it's different than you, you kind of being delusional and saying you think something is, you know, real, but it's not. I mean, he knew for a fact how deadly this this virus was, but then when he talked to the American people, he said, "Oh, it's not bad. It'll be gone by the first of April. You know, once the weather gets warm, children are immune." You know, mm-hmm. he knew mm-hmm. that all of this, all of these things were not were not true. That's the ultimate form of gaslighting, and it's dangerous. I mean, people are dying because of it. It's not just a it's not just a lie, this benign. Right. I mean, people are dying because of it. Well, when he says there's like a, apparently there's a YouTube video uh, with a compilation of all his like nobody knows more than me and um, you know I know more than the generals and- yes in some in some cases he'll add like in the world or uh, than any human being on earth <laughs> right. or in history uh, and so there it's interesting because when you try to wrap your brain around it which you can't you know it's very hard to understand like what his motive is statements like that raise the question of whether he truly believes them himself does he really believe this or is he just making false statements 
And so you brought up the topic about um, narcissism versus the antisocial uh, personality disorder. If you're believing your lies, that's more of a narcissistic trait. If you're really truly coming out and saying, I do know more than anybody in the world. Um, it's more of an antisocial trait if you are making false statements. So to say, we don't know, you know, to say he could be a liar or to say that he just truly believes the shit that comes out of his mouth, it all is really dependent on um, what his true me like mental illness, so to speak, is. Does that make sense? Um, absolutely. I mean, but, you know, in the case of him talking to Bob Woodward, you've got to say, well, he knows the difference. You know, he 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 didn't say to Bob Woodward, oh, the scientists are saying that this affects kids mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and it's five times more deadly than the flu, but I don't believe it. I think it's going to be gone by, by Easter. If he had said that, then I would say, okay, he believes his his lie, but he... It, for him, I think it ultimately comes down to winning. I will say and do whatever I need to do to win. If I tell the people what the real deal is about this uh, pandemic, it might slow down the economy, which will hurt my chances yep. for re-election. And so I only care about winning. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lie about this 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 whole thing. I'm gonna gaslight them. You know, I wanna I wanna win. So I. Yep. Here's because it feeds his, e his ego. Right. What I would, if he does not win, the number one thing that I want to see is the mm -hmm. interview directly after he gets the polls come in and he finds out that he's lost. If he loses, I am dying to know what his interview would be like, what he would have to say. When because he, it's got to be like a, temp it's, it's going to have to be like a temper, temper tantrum. Well, he, he's already... Well, I can. His interview is going to be. There's, there's no way I could have lost. <laughs> you think and, he's going to be in denial about it? Oh, absolutely. He's, he's going to blame the polls. He's, he's essentially already said, if I lose, he, he's, he said, there's no way I can lose unless the election is rigged. So if huh, he wins, okay. then he, you know, then he's, he's going to be happy. He's the best in the world. He's the best in the yep. world. He's got the best words still. If he loses, then. He got cheated because there's no way he could lose fair and square. Okay. All right. You know, I mean, and I, I think that's probably the, I mean, part of the illness. I think this dude is really disturbed. I mean, I, le reading his niece's book, his dad did like a fucking, you know, superb job of <laughs> ruining him. Wow. And, and, and his brother, but, well, I may be the whole family, but... Specifically, Donald Trump and his older brother, the one that died of alcoholism. It, that doesn't excuse, you, you know, you get, you get, um, a, a lot of these people, I mean, from what you've read, and I'm uh, sure what I've read is that, you know, people like this are not, for a lot of the times, they're not just, they, they're not just born, they're created. Yes. And it's, it's their, you know, their guardians or parents that, that, um, you know, create these toxic people. It doesn't excuse their behavior. Correct. But they aren't. They don't just come out of the womb. You, Donald Trump can't just come out of the womb like that. <laughs> I mean, he might. He might have some of those characteristics, but that was like. Yes. He's like a fucking Frankenstein monster <laughs> that got. <laughs> that got. It was created and then got out of the basement. You know. Well, 
I know I'm going to be at the edge of my seat Tuesday waiting to see. We may get the results about Wednesday, you think? You think I, I don't know. Okay, I'm okay. going to be at the edge of my seat. This okay. is probably the most important election for me that I have ever had to witness. Like, this is just fascinating to me. You, you know, and interesting, every, every election, every presidential election, if you go back, somebody has said, this is the most important election <laughs> of our lifetime. Seriously, go back and look at every, like every election that someone said. But this is the most important election of, of our lifetime. I don't think he's going to win. Constance thinks he's, he's going to win. I think he's going to win. I think this is going to say a lot about the American public. It really is going to give you a glimpse into who America really is and what the people stand for. And this is going to be fascinating. Well, well, who the people are, what they stand for, but also, to some extent, if you bought into the gaslighting, right. then you think that what he's saying is true. So, so it's not like you're saying, oh, this guy's a liar and I'm going to vote for him. You're saying, oh, my God, he's the best. He's, he's got the best words. You know, that's, that's the dangerous thing about this. Now, I, I kind of think, uh, I, I think he's going to lose. I, I, I think it's wishful thinking. I think there's a lot of factors that go into it. Do you want to bet? Oh, my, yeah. What are we betting? I'll bet you a bottle of bourbon. Oh, okay. Are we gonna? Are we going high? Or is this? <laughs> Let's gonna go be... Michters. Let's. Go, we like Michters. Michters. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. She got a shake on it. Shake on. All right. Shake we, on we, it. You got a shake on it. I can't. Bottle this is Michters. on tape. I mean, you. You. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is, remember when we first um, recorded the podcast, and you asked me, "What is our podcast? Who is it for? Mm-hmm. Who is it geared for?" Yeah. And I we said anybody who wants to laugh. Yeah. Anybody who's been in toxic relationships. Anybody who is in a good relationship and wants to feel better about themselves. And Don't laugh at us. Be yeah. grateful that they weren't in our situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think then we said once at one point we said this podcast is really for me. Yeah, it's all about you. Right. So it goes back right. to you being a Hey, I listen to my own podcast. I get good, <laughs> good, good, I give good advice. We give good advice. Yeah. But I think what you're also saying is maybe this podcast is for Trump supporters. Because they it, may not know better. They, they, they may might not. not and you know, politics aside. You, maybe you do think he's great for, I don't, <laughs> for what? I don't know, for those, I don't know, for whatever Come reason on, you, got, you, you may have. You have good words. You have the best words. You have good words. Come I have great words. Yeah. My IQ is so high, I can't even think right now of the words. <laughs> forget, the po- forget the politics. We're talking about the, the human being as a leader. Maybe those people need to know about gaslighting. Maybe we just educated somebody. And if we can reach one person, that's that's all th- that ha- then yeah. it's then it's worth it. If one person just listens to the podcast, that's all that yeah. we have. We have we gotten a person to listen to it? <laughs> We've <laughs> it's gotten just a us. We've gotten all, a couple. We've gotten some. All the likes are us. Is is it just you and I? That people are... like us. People like us. Uh, all right. So funniest, funniest Trump maybe thing or quote. You, do you have one? I'll go first. Since okay, you're you go, go all first. Right. So he was uh, at a rally. And he was addressing the women. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard this or saw this. And he said, women, I'm sending your husbands to work. So he's talking about the unemployment rate and getting people back oh, to work. Oh, he's, he's, yeah. He goes, he women, addressed, we're, we're going we're to get your husbands back to work. We're, women, we're going to get your husbands back to work? What is this, the 1920s? Well, I mean, the, what, say, are, have you, you have to pay attention. What's, what's, his, what's well, his slogan? Right. Make America great again. Yeah, and to him, America was great when in the nineteen fifties <laughs> when, when men ruled when, the world. When men ruled the world, 
And and so and women. Are, well, I mean, let's face it. Women, I mean, women are, didn't have a job then. Women are supposed to just sit and look pretty. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, and 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 take care of the kids and be right. what barefoot and pregnant or something, right. or whatever. And so you know, she can't work. He's getting the husbands back to work. So the women should be happy. That was jaw dropping for me. That that was. That really was. Okay, that was mine. That was my favorite. Most draw, I would say jaw dropping. There's been so many, but that one I, was a good one. I think, I, I, I mean, there's so many. I can't. I, I think holding up the Bible after um, marching through uh, D.C. and clearing out the protesters. But I, I think one of the the best is him climbing the stairs after he got out of the hospital. He took off his mask and then he just saluted the sky. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you saluting? The moon? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you know what? This is going to keep things interesting. This we got a things. bottle of bourbon riding on this. We got a bottle, and and so I want my bottle of bourbon like, like the day we know. Okay, the day we know, you'll go to Benny's and you'll go get it. <laughs> All right. No, I'm I, well. I, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna win. Okay. I could lay out why, but you know, we'll we'll talk about it later. Next podcast, we'll reconvene and talk about how I always how, how win. good my bourbon. How tastes. I always win because I'm such a winner. You are a winner. I'm such a winner. Yeah, this this is a toxic relationship. (laughs) (laughs) All All right. right. So for Too Fit to Be Tied, I'm Jerome. I'm Constance. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. (laughs) 